like guys like and it, it was it, it was an illustration of like men and then it showed like them like basically like very into watching like video games where there's all this blood or like movies and like the 300 and there's all this blood and there's like blood everywhere and they're like Rah! but then like if you you show them a maxi pad with some blood on it they're like whoa run away run away run away <laughs> and it's true also like if one of you like cut yourselves it's like Whoa! I mean, I, re- I can't tell you how many men I saw pass out at the, um, when I worked in a doctor's office, fertility clinic, when they had their blood drawn. I was like, are you fucking joking with me? Like, <laughs> these are men who like horror movies and like yeah. watch all this like violent stuff and you can't have your blood fucking taken without passing out? Shut up. I don't have very much blood, so I get very lightheaded. You don't have very much of anything, no, so you true. get lightheaded. It's <laughs> true, I'm running low. <laughs> Oh boy! So this is how we're gonna start today off with uh, blood being drawn. Well, well, speaking uh, well of... b- blood's flowing out of me oh. <laughs> at a higher rate. Hey, so. welcome to what happened to us. Yeah, what happened to us? Stacy's on her period. Hey, at least I have a period. Yeah, you're already getting that age. Hey, <laughs> no, this is the thing. I think I'm gonna be that woman who, like, I probably won't. I'm gonna be that unlucky woman who doesn't want to have kids, who, but doesn't get menopause till she's like 65. 60, you know what I mean? Like 55, 60. And I'll be like, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll be like, God damn, I'm still having to deal with this motherfucking period. Yeah, because I don't want kids, but I'm gonna like keep having it. Well, I just go, especially when I'm more uh, like dating and active, I'm always glad to get my period. Yeah. Even though I practice safe mm. sex, there's still like, you know. After, you know, a couple of pregnancy scares, you're like, woo Yeah. I used to give a high five to one of my girlfriends when she got her period. Hey. Because she should, wasn't on the pill. We should be happy any time a woman gets a, her period. Come on. Uh, Honestly. Way to go. Uh, what is it? Vanna. Uh, Donna. Uh, who are the Trump's ex-wives? Oh, Marla. What? Marla and Ivana. Marla. Yeah. Marla and Ivana. Ivana. Hey, has yeah. anything happened to uh, What's-His-Face? Recently, I have we know. seen him? What is his face? Uh, the the youngest. No, oh, Eric? The, no, the youngest, Baron. youngest. Baron. Oh, Baron. Him. They hide him. I think he should be hidden. Yeah. He's so young. Well, so are I the, feel sorry for him. So were the Obama yeah, girls. They didn't give them the benefit. Or I, Chelsea, they didn't give them the benefit. I agree. The, like the they, Bushes they, got away with freaking murder. Yeah, they did. They were crazy girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were fun. They were, <laughs> they were Jan, fun. Jan, well, Jenna was fun. Barbara was boring. Yeah. Yeah. Was Barbara the not so attractive one? They were both pretty attractive. Jenna was the fun one. Jenna was the blonde one. Barbara was the brunette. I'd right. say they were both cute. I'd say Jenna was more attractive. Yeah. And if you're doing that, but they're both attractive. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, no, I think. Yeah, I think people go after the children a lot. I feel like they go after a lot of times the Democratic children a lot worse because mm-hmm. also, like, well. You weren't born, and you and I were babies, but I remember reading stuff like after the fact, especially when Chelsea Clinton was really getting it. Apparently, uh, Amy Carter got it a lot. Jimmy oh, Carter's I can do- like yeah. she, and she was young, and she was awkward looking too. Like she was, you know. And a lot of times, these these men become presidents when their daughters are are and her children are in that awkward phase, unfortunately. Which, although Sasha and Malia. I don't feel like they went through an awkward phase. Their awkward phase was, was just braces because yeah. those are two blessed girls. Yeah, very. I agree. Um, well, and the Republican presidents are, tend to be a lot older. 
That's so true. So their kids are like Reagan's kids were like in their 30s and 40s by the time he was president. Yeah, he was also the oldest president until Ford's kids were older recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ford fell into that one though. That's true. That's yeah, that is true. You know, Ford. If you get, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Ford. And Reagan's was, kids. Well, Ford. Reagan's kids kind of hated him, Patty Reagan. Sorry. Ger- Gerald Ford never won an election. That he, is he true. kept failing upward. <laughs> It's impressive. Failing <laughs> upward, falling downward. Uh, <laughs> he fell down the stairs. I always remember that Simpsons, where they had uh, George H.W. moving in next door to Homer. I don't remember that one. And they, they didn't get along. And then Gerald Ford took bought the house and moved in, and he they played him like Homer, like <laughs> an idiot. Oh. So yeah, yeah. That's funny. That was like that was it early on. That was like season three or four. I just remember all the SNL Ch- skits Chevy, with Chevy, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase didn't even try. No. He didn't no. he didn't look like him. He didn't talk like him. All he did was Pratt Falls. Yeah. Which is really a shame because Gerald Ford by all he he wasn't like anything special as a president. I mean, that's why he didn't I don't even remember if he ran against Carter or if he was just like, nah, I, I'm no, I'm done. No, I think he did. did. He had to um yeah. but by all accounts he was a, a good person. Like yeah. he was a war hero and like but so uh, I know a lot of people are like, yeah, we make fun of him for the, him being stupid. He's not stupid. No. He just fell like one time, yeah. and it became Gerald Ford stupid. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, Bush Sr. got away with the vomiting at the, getting yeah. food poisoning at the In Japanese, Japan. Japan. Yeah. Japan. Uh, yep. Bad hand signal somewhere else. I forget which country. It was another Asian country where he oh. did something, and it was him flicking off the crowd, essentially. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, I loved it when, when George W., went to go open a door somewhere, like leave someplace, and he went, and he went to open the door, but it was stuck. Yeah, at the press conference. Yeah, the press conference. Like and a- the, and the, his face, he, he definitely did look like a Mad Magazine, Alfred E. Newman, <laughs> when, he, when he did that, because he just went, <laughs> it was the funniest thing. And he got a shoe thrown at him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. That's a rare occasion. Yeah. Was it a reporter that threw the yeah, shoe? Yeah, in um, somewhere in the Middle East. I yeah, I believe it was Middle East. Or Iraq. Yeah, and that's uh, if, if, as part of that culture, that was considered one of the biggest insults you yeah. can do is throw your shoe at somebody. I yeah. mean, you need that. It's hot out there. Oh. You're gonna burn shoes. Your, yeah. Well, yeah, you burn your feet. Good point. Yeah, I didn't. Better than freezing them. But also the fact yeah. that like. Like in a lot of cultures, but in the Middle East, like you take off your shoes when you come into a home because they're dirty. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want. To, so if you throw a shoe at somebody, you're like it's like throwing feces. Yeah, possible. In a sense, or you just shake them left-handed. Good point. Oh, I mean that's the whole reason to use your right hand. What I don't know. It was a thing back in the day that you would traditionally use your left hand to wipe your ass. That's why traditionally, um. not, not. I mean the fact that most people are right-handed anyway, yeah. but that's generally why the left hand is considered. Dirty. I mean, people try to beat the left-handed out of people. Still happens to me every day. Oh. oh. Um, is that a masturbatory joke, or is that kind of? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm physically assaulted for being left-handed. Oh, okay. All right. I, yeah. I just. Well, apparently, you are gonna die before most right-handed people. Yeah, that's true. Is that a theory, yeah. or is that no? A it's thing? true because things are made for right-handed people. Oh, so like the freak world, accidents. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of the Simpsons, Ned, Ned Flanders left-handed store that was used <laughs> as a joke, but it, it it's for real, man. Growing up, like si- school scissors never worked because they're edged the other way. Yep. 
um composite like they did make uh you know those composition books that are like the black black and white pattern on the front i think they're called composition books mm-hmm. i know that yeah not yeah they're not like spirals they're right. like um they're they, like the tortoise looking like or yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. black and white yeah, type, yeah they, they made the, they did make those for left-handed people where it was reversed like you're basically writing from the back of the book forward which is actually how you read hebrew right and but, japanese and yeah. um and uh, Arabic. Yeah, it was just very. I I think I got one once. It was just weird to be writing backwards. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nothing. Uh, can openers. Can openers are for left hand, right handed people. Mm-hmm. You don't think about some of this shit. That Toothbrushes le- too. Yeah, we go through some shit. Wait, tooth- How is yeah. a toothbrush made for right handed people over left handed? It, it is it's just the way they're shaped. The grip. The and grip. Them. It's just the way the grips is. The hard. Well, I luckily I never was one, but golf clubs, obviously golf clubs, but like it's it's not even easy to find left-handed golf. I mean, clubs. baseball bats. Jeez, mm-hmm. that's hard. Shut up. <laughs> baseball gloves. That yeah. And the fact that in baseball, oh. I wasn't even allowed to play every position. What were you? First base. You're not allowed to. You're only allowed to play outfield, first base, pitcher. Mm. Not even catcher. I didn't nope, know not that. Catcher. No, it has to do with catcher is um, generally speaking most. Most hitters are right-handed. Mm-hmm. A catcher, the theory, the thinking is, is that if a catcher has to stand up to throw somebody out, if they're left-handed, it's going to be far more common that you're, the right-handed batter is going to be in your way. Oh. So, so the same thing happens when a when a left-handed batter's up for a right-handed catcher. It's just that's rarer. So if you can picture throwing to second to throw somebody out, the catcher will a left-handed catcher would have to move out of the way to to avoid a right-handed batter. Mm-hmm. And the theory with a, a left-handed second baseman, shortstop, third baseman is that they would have to make an extra turn to throw. Oh, I didn't know. Even that. in shorts, shortstop really? Mm-hmm. All three. Yeah. I mean, you could do it, but it's just not used. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not. Oh, that's why they always bat left-handed, throw right-handed yeah. kind of things. Yes, uh-huh. yes. Because batting left-handed is, is advantageous. Right. Oh. So. Correct. I mean. <laughs> 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 well, both both of my parents, well, they're divorced, and now they they've partnered up with left-handed people. Huh. So both my stepmom and stepdad, I guess, whatever. They're not married, but who cares? They've been together almost fifteen years now. Like. They're both left-handed, so now I'm also used to the fact that anytime I go home and like we eat together, that that they have to sit on the left-hand side of the table. Like if we're at like a square or like a rectangular yeah, table, they have to live on like be on that side. That is always an issue with uh, um, our, our loyal listener Sam. As always, goes out of her way to be like the, be the one that like oh you should sit here because you're left-handed. Mm-hmm. Works. It's especially bad if any Hana. Oh yeah. I honestly don't think I realize that you're left-handed. <laughs> well, you don't see me doing athletic things. Well, and I don't see you write. That's also true. I I don't think I've ever seen you write anything because only typing. Yeah. So if I'd seen you write something, then I would have. I drive left-handed. That. You drive with both hands. <laughs> yeah, a joke. Yeah. Um, this is this is this is quality content. This, I mean, you know, a shocking number of presidents are left-handed because we're smarter people. I'm not really helping your theory on this. Like, how far back are you going now? Uh, I'd have to look it up, but the, of of the last like five or six, a shocking number. Obama mm. was left handed. Oh, okay, well that's um, fine. You got but no, one. no. I'll, okay, you want me to look, look it up mid? But there, yeah. uh, there's a okay. shocking okay. number. Okay, I'll I'll do my research. Left handed presidents. Uh, there we go. Yeah, let me give me. And but if Mitch McConnell's left handed, it just all goes out the window. There, he negates all the. Presidents. I don't know. Do turtles have a have a stronger? Mm. I don't know. 
A lot of there are a lot, a lot of jokes being made when he broke his uh, did he break his collarbone? Yes. Yeah. About how you know pe- people were actually looking up turtle anatomy. Like, Wait, do turtles have collarbones? <laughs> or when he people people were talking about when he fell, they'd be like a turtle upside down on the street, <laughs> just like waving its legs. I just love how John Stewart was the one who really started calling. John Stewart's him- left-handed. Oh, perfect. There we go. Okay, so but uh, how John Stewart is the one who really started calling him a turtle and, and doing like the voice, yeah, the making voice. The, that. I mean, we all kind of like yeah. thought maybe he looked like that, but like now, I think it, the reason is because of John Stewart. His his Lindsay, like he did the two impressions. He did the the turtle, the uh, yep for Mitch McConnell, and then he did Lindsey Lindsey Graham's was a little bit more problematic, where he did him as like a southern Southern belle. Oh, that's right. Like he always have he was always fanning himself. He's got the vapors. Yeah, the va- <laughs> but which is a little problematic because you're like mm-hmm. you know there's so fancy. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. calling. Yeah, you're that's yeah. That that was one he sh- probably should have. It was still funny. So there was eight left-handed presidents overall. Uh, yes, or at least as as we have documented okay. via uh, the internet. So Obama, yeah. uh, James A. Garfield. Yeah, but he was only president for four months. Yeah, well, that's not, it, he's, he's still, still president. president. Uh, Herbert that's Hoover, yeah. Harry Truman, Gerald Ford. Oh, your favorite. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> yeah, see, I told you there were more recent George ones. George H.W. Bush. See, I told you of like the last six. That's a lot of Republicans. Billy Clinton. <laughs> a lot of Republicans and then a co- like two Democrats. Wait, so yeah. you just named every former president but... Um, Trump and... Yeah, Trump doesn't matter. H.W. I don't think Trump can read or write anyway. H.W. So. was in there. Oh, oh, I thought it was not just W. Do you say not, Reagan not or w. no? I did say Reagan. Yeah. So literally five are like the last six. But not Carter. Not Okay, not Carter. So four, Reagan, H.W., and Obama, we're and t- Clinton. We're, left-hand people are 15% of the population. The fact that like five of six presidents is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Or weird. I don't know if it's it, impressive. It's it weird. is weird. I'll give you that. That is true. Um, maybe the, maybe the left-handed people are coming up in the world. They're taking their they're taking their place. Yeah, um, but James A. Garfield's unfortunate. He was he was assassinated after four months, mm-hmm. and he had a un- rather unfortunate assassination. He was shot, and he survived being shot, but he died from infection because all the surgeons were just putting their hands inside him, looking Grimey. for the bullets, and they didn't like sterilize their hands. Because so they didn't know at the time. Yeah, it was that like murky area, like. Before then, well, they didn't have antibiotics. Yeah, they didn't, and they really they didn't know about germs really. And that was I read about it. I actually saw it yesterday. That was uh, the year, it was eighteen eighty one. It was one of two years in U.S. history where there were free, three presidents in the same year, because the, there was one because they were both election years, and the, both years one died. Ah. So in in eighteen eighty one, James Garfield was the one who was elected but died after four months. He was replaced by Chester A. Arthur, who ah. was his vice president. And then I'm forgetting who Garfield, who the previous one was, but there were three in one year. And the only other year that happened was the Benjamin Harrison, the William Henry Harrison one, where he died after a month. Yeah, because he, he his speech went on so long at the inauguration. Yeah, he yeah, got yeah, yeah. pneumonia and died. <laughs> and I remember. He didn't wear a jacket? Yeah, something yep. like Yeah, he didn't want to wear an overcoat. Because it made it look weak. Some, yeah, something like that. But, <laughs> but dying after a month really makes you. Uh, a strong, strong character that after yeah. that point. So, you know, it's exciting. Wow, we were going down history. Oh lane yeah, right now. and then well, no, and even even another fun random fact no, is that uh, William Henry Harrison was replaced by John Tyler. Yep. John Tyler still has two living grandchildren. Eighteen forty-one, he was president. Two living grandchildren. Huh. Oh. Very strange whoa. math. He had kids when he was very old. He had kids when he was like ninety. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's very strange. Pulling off a chaplain almost. Damn. Or more yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. The chaplain was seventy something when he had his last kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
You're going to be, oh my gosh. See, goals, gentlemen, no, goals. No, that's not a goal. <laughs> Tony <laughs> Randall had a kid when he was uh, in his it, late 80s. Yep. It's, going, it's what's going to happen. It's not a goal, though. <laughs> <laughs> it is probably, to you, definitely, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh. I'll be sterile by then. There'll be something that causes that in the air. No, you, yeah. you're so unfortunate. <laughs> like, That's definitely not. You're going to remain like one of the most fertile men. <laughs> I don't even think I'm that fertile, to be honest with you. I feel like you could probably get a flower, you know, impregnated. <laughs> It's adorable. You think there'll still be air when you're 90? Yeah, that's oh, I, true. You know, like I'll be breathing. It's gonna in be 90. cans of air, like in Spaceballs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perry air. Dude, if I'm still alive when I'm 80 and this Earth is okay and there's still cigarettes, I will start smoking again. I don't care. Fuck it. That's like. That's uh, fine. I'll, I'll. I understand that one. The the radio show we always reference, Dan Levitard. His his va- he's sworn that if he makes it to 90, he's starting heroin. No, he, he's like, what? I'm 90. What do I care? I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna become a heroin addict at 90 years old. Do right. it. That's a little Miss Sunshine. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. That's a good way to go out. Enjoy it. Like, mm-hmm. have a fun trip on the way down. Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't you want to try some weird ass shit? Yeah. Give me some LSD. Give me some. Yeah. Let me go on a drug binge and just end it that way. That'll be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just not in your twenties. I mean, yeah. You know. Don't don't waste it on your youth. That's when you have all your <laughs> potential. It. That's the thing. Waste you should. Yeah, you should waste all those drugs when you're old, and like you don't like you've done all the shit. Like, yeah. don't waste it when you're young. Do them when you're old. Like, wait till you're like seventy-five, eight. Although seventies aren't looking so bad anymore. But like, I just don't know what it's gonna look like when we're there. What the world will look like? Not not pretty. When not, we're there, not yeah. This world. I mean, good God, the way everything. I mean, we were trying to change things. Well, government-wise. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> the fact that yeah, we'll be living off of cans of air. Yep. Can I talk about? I'll, I'll talk about the second half of food that invented. No, oh, go for it. I mean, I well, but that's uh, the food that built America. Uh, I was gonna say food that's something else. But that's me. where you also got the Garfield thing, because Gar because that, that was in the in the episode, one of the episodes. Oh, was it? Yeah, they talked about Garfield I don't dying. Remember. Yeah. And being oh, that would have been the year that, right when Coca Cola was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I have to uh, retract something from last week that we've discussed that in the first half of food that built a built built america but, but, but yeah. built it make um, sure you got that right i uh in the first episode they made a point to make it look like john kellogg's younger brother was the fredo he was the idiot it turns out he was don't be not. a racist yeah right turns out he was not the idiot he was actually the smarter one and i apologize for i just had not watched the new episode yet see but I, and and you and i talked about this that i i found that interesting that you took it that they were making him out to be an idiot but I didn't, when I was watching it, I didn't take that at all. I took it that his family were making him out to be an idiot. Not that the show was, but his family thought yeah. that, you know, that, and it was apparently, it seems to be like a common thing. Well, like as, as we, as time passes and we learn more things through science. That's not a thing. She used air quotes. As no, okay. <laughs> I did not use air quotes. She did use but air quotes. But as we, I as we learn, I saw her use air quotes. As we learn new things through science, they thought he was an idiot because he couldn't see the board because he was nearsighted. Yeah. And then once they got him glasses, but they still treated him like that. Yeah. yeah. And, but that's the thing. Like, I, have you ever wondered, well, you two don't have as bad of eyesight as I do, 
But I've I've sometimes wondered if, like, let's say I lived 400 years ago and had the eyes that I do, if I would be considered blind. Probably because well, they, I, they had glasses then. Not four hundred. Four hundred years long. ago, they had they I was had associated with like like. You know, Ben Franklin was on the forefront there. Although his his were bifocals, but still, like I don't know what glasses technology was. Yeah, pre, possibly, like, I mean, like four hundred years the ago, they I were just know. starting to like grind lenses into for uh, for telescopes and microscopes, but they weren't really using them for eyepieces yet. Like, I mean, yeah, sixteen hundreds. That's when like Galileo was like using it to look at the and, but that's around that mm-hmm. time. I don't know if they really were using them as eyeglasses. So, like, that's one of those things. Well, let's not even say 400. Let's say 1,000 years ago. Would I be considered blind? I probably. 13th century eyeglasses were invented. All right, 1,200. Well, there you go. And I wonder how, how easy it would be for a local pauper, which was most of the Europeans, Mm-hmm. Hmm. To get because it's the dark ages, of course. Not, I'm just thinking of Europeans because I'm a racist. Um, but actually, maybe you know, maybe you know, in the Middle East, where actually where technology was better. Let's not let's let's not. Well, I think a lot of people don't know this that that technologically speaking, Arabs and, and Persians had had better technology than Europeans did in the in the 12th century. Yes. Were, we were in the dark ages they were not they were not even a renaissance they were at a they were at a time ahead of us so they might have had more eyepieces then possibly and that's where i think we actually got telescopes that's where we got the grinding that's where europeans got it was from the middle east uh yes we've I mean, stolen so as, many things from them oh, of course i mean as i learned from robin hood prince of thieves mm-hmm. uh morgan freeman's For- character had the telescopic lens that uh the that's Kevin Costner didn't quite understand. Mm-hmm. He didn't realize how cl- that things were very far when he could see them very close. Yep, he fell over. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. having. A, he was reaching his he sword. He was reaching his sword out, trying. It. That was that was actually the part in the movie when Kevin Costner was still using that British accent. God bless him. Mm-hmm. He, he, he hadn't given up yet. No, that's a. It's a good callback to our what episode three or four was all Kevin Costner. Oh yeah, it was a Kevin Costner episode. We, should, we can do a we can do a return to that. We we should. Yeah. Uh, should we do more of a modern take on Kevin Costner, or should we go like back in time? We don't have to do it now. We can plan that for next. No, week. that's what I mean. It's yeah. like another yeah. time, another episode, not now. Well, it was like what it was another like favorite Kevin Costner movie. Exactly. I don't one. recall what we got up. I mean, to I like before. Bull Durham. Bull Durham was good. Oh, um, speaking uh, not. Speaking of which, but you, you see, they're going to play a major league game at the Field of Dreams field. I did hear about oh, that. Yeah. The Yankees, which isn't, I didn't realize it. I did. Sox? Of course, the Yankees are always involved. Yeah. Uh, I was not aware that that was like a regulation major league size field. I always thought of associated more with like minor li- league. Or no, like league. even more like little league. I did. I've never been, but I did not realize the outfield was like to major league. Spe- although I guess they could cut more corn if they wanted to. I do- <laughs> although I doubt they will. But if they wanted to make the field bigger, they could. No, is it? Uh, it's in Iowa or Iowa. in Kansas? Iowa. Don't you remember the line? Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. No, no, I don't remember the line. I've seen the movie maybe three times. Only three times. Jesus. I. I I don't have that baseball not, father son thing. Not, not let's that really be honest. I, I don't either. <laughs> but it, that's the whole thing of the movie. Like I never got. The I enjoyed movie. the movie. I just I thought it was so. like cool. I, I think I kind of enjoyed the supernatural spiritualness of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like the you know that connecting thing. I don't know. It was it was fun. It's not. I mean, 
It just, well, I also like Amy Madigan a lot. I think she's a very underrated actress. Well, not, I the mean, kid? No, no the, kid. the kid was Abby Hoffman. Yeah. Um, no, I saw I saw Amy Madigan on Broadway around that time, not too long. She was in a streetcar named Desire with Jessica Lange and Alec Baldwin. And wow. it was fire. It was so fucking good. It wow. was amazing. It was a great cast. This was 1992. Did she play Desire? She played the streetcar. She played the streetcar? Yeah. 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 I love that play. Oh, my god! It's like Starlight Express. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just got streetcars <laughs> running all over the place. Desires on the wind. Tennessee Williams was way ahead of the game. He totally with, was. With, with His story, musicals. Plays about musicals about trans, transportation. There you go. Um, we're at a whole new level is, of. Is uh, oh my god! If you've ever seen him, oh, cat on a hot tin roof. Oh, when that roof just starts singing. Oh, oh my god! Paul Newman was so good as the cat. Oh, he was oh. so good. I thought oh. Liz Taylor was miscast as the tin roof, but oh, I no, I thought she was the rain. Oh, she might have been. Huh? Yeah, we're just. Why like, am I talking about rain? We're just, well, no, we're just, we're just. I don't. Pouring dirt dirt on Tennessee Williams. We right are. Now. <laughs> we are. Is Amy Madigan still with Ed Harris? Or is it? Yeah, it was Ed Harris. They yeah, were together it was Ed for, Harris. forever. They were together forever. I don't know if they still are. God, I, I hope they are. I still remember. They're a great couple. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, they're this one of those couples you just don't really. Cause, I mean, because she, she's not a household name. No, she's not. She should, and that's what I think she should be, because she's just such a great actress. And that's the thing is that. They are still she, married. Yay! Since 1983. She's such a natural... She's one of those actresses... You just don't think that she's acting. Like, that's why she's so underrated. Because she's just there, and she's performing, and she's in that moment. And so you don't see... You don't see any of the work. Therefore, you don't think that she's working. Mm -hmm. And that she's doing as much work as she is. She's so fucking good. Yeah. Oh, and if you guys don't know who I'm talking about, look her up on IMDb. Amy Madigan, and you will know exactly who I'm talking about. And she's so and she's so spunky. Like you just want to, especially in Field of Dreams, like when she's like crawling all over him in the bed, and they're like talking yeah. about stuff, and you're just like, we're like, oh, I want to put her in my bucket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, the pocket. The just... pocket. I think it's because I'm a tall person. Do you she's, know what I mean? She's like pretty small. Yeah, she is small. I think she's maybe five, like like five one or something like that. I would always I believe get she's five three. Her, but that's that couple confused. compared to me. <laughs> I would with confused with uh, uh, Nick Nolte for the longest time was with Vicky Lewis, I believe her name is from News Radio. Yes. And I would get sort of get I can never remember between Ed Harris and Nick Nolte which one was with which woman because they were both small re smaller redheaded women. Uh huh. And I get them confused. I don't. I mean, who think I don't really think about Nick Nolte much anymore, sadly. Yeah. Nor I guess I think about Ed Harris because he's still in things. Yeah. And he's in the greatest movie of all time, The Rock. On your favorite movie. Uh, Night Riders. Okay. Anyone? A movie you need to review. Um. Really, the, like he plays like a knight that's on motorcycles called Night Riders. Uh, definitely have not seen that. Hmm. Okay, okay, and probably won't. Yeah, well, I do own it, so that's awesome for you. Yeah, I was hoping one day to meet him, have him autograph it. Uh -oh. God, he still, would. <laughs> you still got a chance. I, I do. You do. There's still an odd chance there. Mm. He's, uh, yeah, when uh, when Top Gun when they start doing the. Uh, the circuit for you know maybe you can score an interview. That's with right. Him. He's the commander. He's the com yeah. He's basically the new version of uh, um, Principal Strickland. Yes. 
from, uh, from, from the last <laughs> he one. He looks exactly like him. Just, I was like, oh, wait, they got him back? Wait, is, or is he? he I don't passed. remember his, I don't remember the real actor's name, but I do, that played Principal Strickland in, ba- in Back to the Future. But he had three incredible starring roles, st- not starring roles, three incredible roles. For Principal Strickland mm-hmm. in two of the three Back to the Futures. I don't think he, no, he was in the third one because he played the, the town marshal. Um, like in the back in the day, then he was also obviously Top Gun, and he he was in Masters of the Universe with Dolph Lundgren. Oh, that is a good. I mean, if you're gonna be in three and only three movies, boom. Bam. His name's James something. Tolkien. That's it. Tolkien. The K A N. I believe he passed away. I believe we lost him a few years ago. Uh, Oh, he was born in 1931. Oh, damn. So, well, that was the joke, and and well, we forgot War Games. Oh. He was a principal in that, I believe, too, or something like that. Well, it's in, he, he just plays authority figures well, in, all over the in, place. In Masters of the Universe, he was a cop, like a badass cop. Principal Strickland was kind of a badass, yeah. especially in Back to the Future 2, in the other universe, the Donald Trump universe, when like Biff oh, ran God. his casino, yes. and Principal Strickland wasn't the principal anymore because the high school burned down, so he'd just sit on his porch with a shotgun waiting to be looted. And then, obviously, he was a badass in Top Gun. I mean, he... he he ran the, the aircraft carrier. You're writing checks your butt can't cash. That, that's the line. Yep. Negative nope. Ghost Rider. Pattern is full. Oh. Um, yeah, so when, when that whole media circus starts next year, maybe you can you get Ed Harris to sign your maybe, shit. Maybe, maybe. I'll have to go to uh, the premiere. No, that one. Maybe. maybe. Just see. Sneak a DVD um, in there. I was, I was listening earlier to Mark Maron's most recent podcast with Patricia Clarkson, another small redheaded actress who is incredible. Yeah. Um, but he was in his like kind of like opening monologue part was talking about how he went to apparently Sarah Silverman has an annual rooftop party, which um, we need to figure out how to get it into. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll call her. Yeah, okay, cool. Awesome. Um, but closer to like next year. Okay. All right. So, but he was saying, you know, there's a, lots of comedians and he, just listen to it after you listen to our podcast, listen to Mark Maron's. But uh, he went and you're seeing all these people. He's seeing all these people that like you would think that he knows, but he doesn't kind of know. And like it's this weird thing for him because it's like he should know them, but he doesn't. But he knows some people and some people who he's close with. However, there was a sign there at the party that said podcasters cannot ask people to do their podcast. <laughs> and I would just, I, I laughed out loud on the bus. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. Because also, like, I don't think of Mark Maron as a podcaster, even though he has an incredibly popular podcast. Like, I think of him first as a comedian, then as an actor, and then as a podcaster, mm-hmm. like, kind of last. Um, but I just thought that was hilarious and, and, and interesting because I'm sure – out of, I mean, he mentioned a whole bunch of people, but some of the people that he mentioned are comedians and um, and uh, creators who do have their own podcasts that are popular as well. But it was yeah. like the whole point is like, this is a party, this is fun, but kind of like no business yeah. and definitely no podcasting. This is not to like get get famous people on your podcast. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Seeing that word like those, well, we're, we're, we don't interview anyone. We don't. You tried so, once. Uh, that epically failed, and uh, that was on me. Uh, yeah, that's and why it never said aired you either. Fucked up. Well, second person, you. Technology. You've come a long way. I know. <laughs> and, not to say that he we says haven't. That she as we're recording on our backup it. computer, yeah. because uh, the other one decides to shit the bed again. Nope. The excitement, and I'm like, I've realized that we're also recording on top of another recording, so we're now going into hour thirty, one hour and thirty minutes. 
of our to give a timestamp. Ah. So I I don't have a, a clean sheet set oh, up. Okay. So I just kind of like opened something up and I was like, Oh yeah, that music I thought it was set at the beginning. Because I, I always have a clean one, and I'm this like, "This can only end well." Oh yeah, this is gonna end horribly <laughs> well. Look, look, I don't care how the things that I like are made, just that they're made. Yeah, okay. I'm actually that's a that's a rough quote from a, uh, a Patton Oswalt set about uh, <laughs> about Star Wars. Oh, okay. it's about Star Wars and like and oh my god, it's just it's so good. And it was like it was like uh, like if you could still go the back filibuster and, episode. Oh. oh my god, that's. You ever seen the extended yes, version? Yes, I have. It's like, oh what, it's like 15 minutes. Oh, my God. It's brilliant. Have you seen this? I don't Parks, think so. Parks and Rec. Oh, he, oh no, I haven't yeah, seen it. Have you ever heard of it? No, I haven't. He, it's at a, he, part, part, I don't think he was ever in another episode, but it was like a, it was a um, city council meeting, and he was filibustering. I don't even, I wish I could remember the background to the episode, but he was filibustering, so he just started trying to take up the entire meeting. He was just ranting about everything nerdy. And it was completely improv. And then he did the whole, the the new Star Wars were coming. And he's uh-huh. like, I'm going to break down it, the next three movies for oh you. And it's, it was, in the sh- within the show, they let him do it for like seven or eight minutes. Like, it's on the episode. But then eventually they, re- they re-released it because they're like, he actually did it for 14. Completely <sighs> improv. The, you can see the cast members. Um, you can see Chris Pratt in the back row leave the set he's like the whole on the back row he and aubrey plaza are like shaking from laughing and they actually leave the set it's i highly recommend it. if you just google pat oswald filibuster parks and rec YouTube it is will incredible have it. oh i gotta watch this yeah i gotta watch this he's this afternoon. so so good at he's it. so funny well yeah he like he uh i can't remember the beginning of it but he was he was he was talking about it's in one of his sets i feel like it's like werewolves and lollipops i think it's that that um one and he's talking about how uh about the remaking of of some of these things and george lucas wanted to do stuff and he was like if i had a time machine he was like i would go back in time and like stop george lucas from making the prequels because he's like it's like it's like if it's like if how many likes you want to get out of this one i'm gonna get a lot of likes out of this one (laughs) well no 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 because i think there's a lot of star wars people kind of like me who were who were disappointed by the first Three, by, by the do prequels. Not, do not sully the prequels of great filmmaking. Um, I, for one, I can't speak for you as an economics major, but I love trade war talk. The first like half hour. Uh, of it's the, all politics. Of, it's fantastic. Of Phantom Menace was just talking about like trade trade tariffs. Well, and Patton <laughs> Oswalt and I are on the same page about this, but he. But anyway, the joke is, is that like. He was, it's like, he can imagine this conversation having it with George Lucas of like, oh, do you, do you, do you like, you know, talking about the movies and do you like, oh, well, do you like, uh, do you like a Boba Fett? Yeah. Yeah. I like Boba Fett. Oh, well then you get to, you get to see him as a, as a, as a kid. Oh, well, is he, is he like an evil kid? Does he shoot up things? It was like, no, no, no. He loses his, he, he loses his dad and then he's kind of sad. <laughs> um, oh, do you like, do you like, uh, Darth Vader? Uh, yeah, I love Darth Vader. You know, oh, well, you get to see him as a kid. Oh, is he like, is he like evil Darth Vader? Does he make like, is he like a kid who's able to like go in and like manipulate things? And just, no, no, no. He just loses his mom and then he's kind of sad. <laughs> and he was like, and he was like, I don't, he was like, he was like, I don't care how the things that I like are made. I just like that they're made. And he gives the example of like, do you like Angelina Jolie? I'm like, yeah, I do. It was like, well, here's John Voight's ball sack. <laughs> that's where she came from. Like, 
Don't care. Yeah. Don't care how Angelina Jolie was made. Just that she's fucking there. <laughs> and so, like, it, I'm not doing it justice, but I just knew at that point. I was like, I, I've only seen Patton Oswalt um, from, well, not, not even from afar. Like, he stood as close as you and I are to each other. I was at Providence. Gonna have dinner. Yeah, it was one of the best meals of my life. It's the number and one I, rated restaurant in LA. I know. And when was this? Providence. Providence. No, when was this? This was last night. Mm-hmm. This was like mm-hmm. five or six years ago. Yeah, like actually, yeah, like six years ago. Uh, maybe seven. Shit. Seven years ago. Shit. This was a long time ago. Um. Anywho, and uh, he was that far, and I almost shit my pants because I was like, oh my god, it's Ben Oswald. Oh my god. Not love yeah. him, but love him. Yeah. So creatively love him. Yeah, I love he and his family have such an amazing dynamic. Like oh my the, gosh. the way like yeah, just I mean, what started in tragedy with like, I but know. now his with the newer with Meredith. Like the they're yeah. And I and and it has I think it's been very interesting. And they and they've both gotten a lot of criticism, and I I find it very unfounded, and yet has um, I feel like I've learned a lot from it. And the fact that like. People are people in your life that you love are going to die, and new people will come into your life and they don't replace them. And it's the fact that like you actually, we always have more love to give and we have more love to receive. Like that's what our hearts are made of. Like like and that's like there's not a finite amount. And so just because somebody dies doesn't mean that like that's locked up now and it can't ever. And just because somebody new comes in doesn't mean that they're being replaced just means that you have more love to give mm-hmm. and you have more love to receive. And I think that that was, for me, that really showed that. And um, I feel that I feel that Meredith has been extremely respectful. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, I don't know, from everything that I've heard of, of his first wife, Michelle, like, this would be something that she would want. She wouldn't want him to be a lonely widower, right. <laughs> you know, bitter and sad for the rest of his life. She wouldn't want her daughter to grow up that way. I wouldn't, if I was, I wouldn't want, if I had a child, I wouldn't want that. And I wouldn't, if, if I was married and I died, I would not want my husband to be lonely and to be alone. I would want him to find somebody else. And I don't care if, if he found somebody else six months later. So be it. I don't give a shit. I'm dead. That's a good point. Breaking news. What? Um, the Rocky. I love how I have a nice poignant moment, and he like goes to. The I, I know what point he's gonna make, and uh. it's gonna make it's really gonna soften. It's yeah. Uh, Rocky it's like and Bullwinkle statue is coming back. Hitting a wall. Rocky, what is coming back? The Rocky and Bullwinkle statue is coming the back. The old Nash Lampoon statue that is next to the den. It was in the yard of that. Uh, wasn't in the yard of the oh, pet the, place. Yeah, it yeah. was the National Lampoon. It, fa- it was a famous giant Rocky and Bullwinkle because the mm-hmm. National Lampoon building used to be there, and they got rid of it because it was kind of falling apart and it just was kind of an eyesore and it was weird that it was in the front yard of a pet like um, yeah uh, grooming place mm-hmm. so they yeah they just passed to put it back so that conversation just hit a wall absolutely there we go he's he's really good with transitions isn't he okay <laughs> then I, i've got some more stuff about food that built built it america no just the two parts did you watch the whole I thing. watched the whole thing. Yeah, the, they the, when they got into uh, McDonald's and KFC is when it re- got real, real interesting, real fast. I love not real interesting. It actually, I didn't find it that interesting. Well, I just love that um, it, it just made Colonel Sanders look like absolute badass. It did, and then it also really showed how big an asshole Ray Kroc was. Yeah, but did you see that movie um, with 
Michael for... Michael Keaton about yeah the founder. The, the founder yes no that is a good movie it's on and, Netflix I believe yeah and it's it's a good movie and so I had already seen that so I knew a lot of the McDonald's story so like it was a little so I kind of already knew that stuff I wanted but I wanted more on KFC to be yeah. honest with you like I felt like that was a little glossed over I thought that that and McDonald's were a bit glossed over. I wanted to see more footage of him shooting somebody with a shotgun. Me too. That was badass. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was not one of these stories we were told growing up about Hart, Colonel Sanders. Well, and they didn't seem to show as much, like you were sharing your pictures, your family photos of your grandparents' restaurant with the Kentucky Fried Chicken and about how it wasn't just like leasing out the name or like, you know, licensing the recipe and him making money off of it. Like, it was your grandparents' restaurant, mm-hmm. and they were licensing, correct? Yes. But he, but they still had to put up all this Colonel Sanders, like, Kentucky yeah. Fried Chicken stuff. So they didn't really talk about that very much no. in the show. So they were obviously glossing over things, whereas, like, with Heinz and Hershey's and Coca-Cola, I feel like they delved a lot deeper into it's those true. things. They did, I mean, they did show that Colonel Sanders sold it for, sold, like, everything, basically. Well, not everything, for... Um, Two million dollars, which at the time was at sixteen million, roughly now. Yeah. But they did keep him around for marketing, which is that's why he's on everything. Yeah. Still, and he so he still made money. Whereas the McDonald's brothers just got fucked they by Ray Kroc, and like they even part of the deal, they they bought it from him for or Ray Kroc bought it from the McDonald's brothers for two point seven million, which is the current uh, twenty three million, and the only stipulation was that. The McDonald's brothers would get to keep their, their original location uh, in San Bernardino. Right. The original and and their version was not the fa- really the fast food. It was like a uh, like a Mel's Diner kind right. of situation, and that was the only stipulation of you know fine you get everything but we get to keep this one. And that pit, Ray Kroc got pissed off just with that, so he opened a McDonald's across the street mm-hmm. from the original one, mm-hmm. and. Because he owned the name, the original McDonald's, they had to change their name, even though they'd been McDonald's forever, mm-hmm. to I believe it was the Big M. Yep. And so he basically, not only did he buy them out, he, he fucked up the one restaurant they had left. Wow. He yeah, he was, a, he was a vindictive guy. Yeah, Ray Kroc was, a, was an asshole. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and yeah, he's an asshole. And at the same time, he also did, and, and the founder, that movie shows you though a little bit more how like the McDonald's guys they weren't really driven though to make more or to do more with what they had so you're kind of like well this guy's willing to do this they just also weren't smart like if they had gotten a lawyer if they gotten the right people involved they could have made a lot more money or they could have you know been smarter about this because this guy here in a, he was smart, but he's also kind of a crook. Yeah. Whereas, like, Good. our current president is a crook, but he's not that smart. Right. He just seems to hang on by the skin of his teeth. It was interesting to, like, to see just the little things, like with the KFC. I, I was talking to my mom when I just saw the trailer for future episodes, and they, that was when they showed Colonel Sanders shooting a guy with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And by, by the way, the... Um, the backstory of that was he was in a fight with a rival gas station because they painted over his signs, mm-hmm. and the shooting was kind of in self defense because his 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 partner got shot. Yeah. Um, but I was I showed my I, I was talking about my mom and I was like, oh yeah, it shows Colonel Sanders cooking with the skillets in the side of his garage, or, uh, the gas station. 
And my mom was like, well, no, he cooked with pressure cookers. That's what we used in the at the chicken house because that, that's what he was known for, the pressure cookers. And they actually explained that in the show yeah. that he originally cooked with skillets, but his customers were coming in for gas and they're buying chicken on the side, but they didn't want to wait a half an hour for chicken. Right. And the, these, this pressure cooker that he basically sort of designed himself – like made it so you could cook chicken in like six minutes instead of well, thirty minutes. Well, he reconfigured. Yes, he re. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He re. He reconfigured it to so that you could put oil in it. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, because otherwise, yeah, fried chicken takes a long time to cook mm-hmm. normally because you don't want to kill people <laughs> with salmonella. <laughs> Some people you do. <laughs> wow. Hello. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, just mame. Wow, oh, Jesus. What's wrong with you um, two? So oh many things. Scott, um, do we have time? That's yes. another episode. Yeah, we'll, wait. we'll wait for next week. Uh, just one, one last... Oh, I don't even know what we're doing time-wise. But, uh, nor do I, kind of, at the moment. Well, what, just one last... Did you see... Have you guys seen the story about the life... Um, the influencer life vlogger who... Um, her, her motorcycle accident? Oh, I did read something no. about that this morning. Oh, my this God. Ad, this it's... It's... it's People are up in arms. Yeah, so it's this um, uh, influencer slash um, life blogger out of Nashville. And so she always posts photos of herself doing this and that. So she she had a friend of hers, a photog- an actual professional photographer. These are very well done. Of, of first, you see a photo of her like leaning up against her motor. She really wrote, rode a motorcycle. And it was like, so that was a picture she took this day. Then it turned out she got into a motorcycle accident that same day. And strangely enough, her friend was was like kind of riding alongside mm-hmm. and was there to take photos of her after the accident. Like she's on the ground bleeding and this her friend is still taking photos, but they're very like artfully done photos of her friend who's being tended to her friends being tended to by good Samaritans around while her best friend is actually still taking <gasps> photos. So it looks very staged because it's like, why is she still taking photos when you're on the ground? And it looks very strange that you started this photo series with you leaning against your motorcycle and then a half hour later you had an accident. But what's really putting, oh, and then so she posted all of these as like her influencer photos. But the thing that's really putting people up in arms is one of the photos of her being treated on the ground by a good Samaritan is uh, there's a bottle of smart water that's turned perfectly. And like, so people are like, holy shit, is this a smart water like ad? What What is going on? And smart water actually had to come out and say, we have nothing to do with this because it's in such poor taste. Oh my god! But so people aren't sure if it's real. And it's like, who is this crazy woman that wanted her accident shown on her on her on her instagram and other people are like that looks really staged doesn't help when a football former nfl player university of texas person player died yeah. in a motorcycle accident the night before yeah that's oh bad. no yeah so it's like someone yeah it's just poor taste if it whatever it is it's just why yeah. why yeah. you his, know his would not have photographed as well because that his motorcycle like literally well, exploded was, yeah so that that would have been a very very in poor taste video. Photo uh, there series. is there is footage of it. I know TMZ so. TMZ has the footage and Ugh. just puts the warning warning you probably don't want to watch this. Ugh. Yeah. God. Well, I, I, it's you got, have a motorcycle license, don't you? Yeah, I have a permit. So that that hasn't run out. That was like two years ago. Well, yeah. The, the, I'll go re up it if you want me to. <laughs> Not, Not really. really. 
<laughs> I've seen you drive. Oh my god, the kind of road rage you have. What would you do on a motorcycle? I, I don't have my bubble of rage. I'm not allowed to have that on a motorcycle. It's a very different kind of. Uh, can, you, can you get us one with a sidecar? I could. There's, Does this change your mind about anything? There used to be a Thai restaurant on Melrose Melrose Place on Melrose Avenue that had a uh, always had a Vespa outside. It must have been somebody who worked at the restaurant because it's always there. It was a Vespa with a sidecar. I do remember seeing. And I was like, what? that is something I could get behind. Or beside. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't want to write, bitch. Uh, or the, well, I've told this story to you many times. I don't know if I've told it on the pod about the family friend. Or it was a, it was a family friend's friend when I was a child who was uh, paraplegic, uh, waist, I think he he paralyzed from the waist down, mm -hmm. and he rode a motorcycle side with a sidecar. But because he was paralyzed from the waist down, he controlled it. He drove it from the sidecar. Right. So he, he had all controls, brake, gas, everything from the sidecar. So on the street, it would look insane because there's nobody sitting on the motorcycle. <laughs> so it looked like a ghost. But that, then he only on our street, and it was a very slow, you know, very a small street. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, little suburbs. He let me, when I was like five, he let me be on the motorcycle part. So we were like rolling down the street, and our neighbors were like, "Is that kid riding a motorcycle?" <laughs> but it was very cool. But I can only imagine if you had no idea what was happening. You're just oh, you're going you're down just the freeway. The, you're driving down Sunset Boulevard, and all of a sudden you get passed by. A motorcycle with nobody on it and a guy in a sidecar. And if he had like a good sense of humor, he could pull up like to a red light and just like when he gets strange looks and be like, the guy fell off. Like the, the rider fell off. Or he could be like, I'm out of control in the sidecar. <laughs> oh like, my ah! God. Oh my God. <laughs> Waving his hands up in the air and just being like, oh no. I just thought it was a very, very cool, very cool thing. Where'd he go? <laughs> nice. Oh my God. Yeah. Good stuff. It is good stuff. Stacy, do we are we doing a streaming with Stacy today? Yeah, I got a streaming with Stacy. Um, it's uh, it's trash. It's super good. <laughs> oh Christ! You don't have to watch it. No, I don't. But I have to listen about it. Oh yeah, it's twice. Great. God, is it Fleabag again? <laughs> Only season two. <laughs> uh, no, it is it is on Lifetime. Oh God! <laughs> Television for women. My, already got my attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in five minutes. <laughs> um, and it is a horrible show that I swore I would never watch, and then I started to, and it's terrible. So you can watch it either live as it is airing, or you can watch it on demand on the on their app or whatever. And it is called Married at First Sight. Oh, oh. I've heard about this. <laughs> it is the great experiment. I don't even know what season they're in now. I think it's like season seven or something, which I just started catching up on. Uh, it is... Like what you hear, it is about people who agree to marry a stranger, agree to an, an American arranged marriage that right. has been put together by three, you know, psychologists, doctors, pastors, and producers. Um, and then they're paired together, and then they're put together for, they're legally married, they meet on their wedding day at the altar, and then they live together for eight weeks and then at the end of the eight weeks they have to decide whether or not they're going to stay together or get divorced yeah so they get married first so they are married they are married and they are legally married so this is not a it's not a fake marriage though no it, this is not a this is not a tana and uh, jake paul or so this logan is, paul so even if it goes back you're you're stuck with being a divorcee you are a divorcee exactly and is it like not is it like not, what is it 90 day engagement 
90 Day Fiance. That's the one, yes. That's different. Okay. 90 Day Fiance, which I've watched a little bit before, but it tends to drive me nuts in a different way. Um, Wouldn't this all just drive you nuts in general? It kind of, but these these are people who are married and hearing, it drives me nuts sometimes the reasons that they want to get married. Because a lot of times these are people who are in their 20s, sometimes early, they're in their 20s and maybe early 30s. And a lot of times their excuses are, their excuses, they're like, you know, I've been dating a lot, I'm just ready to get married, I don't want to be alone, like I'm tired of, like you just hear all these typical things, so if you're if you're a self-reflective person, like I work on being, I go, oh, have I said that before? Yes, you have probably. Exactly. And I go, is that how I come off? Yes, Maybe. that's how you come off. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, have to watch the show, and I'm like, yep. But this is the thing. I think we all do. And I've, I've heard some of, the, some of the things that come out of some of these men's mouth. I've heard come out of your mouth, too. Oh, I'm sure. So there you go. Oh, I don't doubt it. I'm but, not saying that. Or these things have come out of my mouth at other times. And, but you just kind of go, oh, do I really want it that bad? No. <laughs> exactly. Um, you also watch, you're watching real people... Uh, dealing with real relationship issues very fast and very quickly. Now, I mean, it is a reality television show, and I am using air quotes right there around reality. However, they are really married, and they've changed some things over the seasons, and I haven't watched every season. I've all, only picked in part, but this this la- I watched last season, and I'm watching this season. They now allow the couples who are in the in the experiment to meet each other and to regularly get together with each other because they have found that if, they, if they're able to commiserate together um, with, with people who are going through it, it, it works out better for them. Um, in and the long run, maybe. In the long run, yeah. Mm. Also, if they move into a neutral territory first, as opposed to, because there would be fights apparently, depending on whose place we're going to move into. So now they move into a neutral apartment set up for them by production where they live for the duration of at least those eight weeks to at least help set up and kind of like settle those things. That helps too. Um, But like last season, there was a guy and a girl and this guy, I don't know why, I think the, I don't know why he got married. And I want to think it's, I don't want to think, I think perhaps it was to get on TV but it's a wrong way to do it, honestly. But he, I li- we all like watched this woman. He just beat down this girl so much, and she was so super sweet. And you thought that maybe they would like be good together. But you watched him gaslight her. He would buy her a bottle of wine, and then he would tell her that she was an alcoholic. Oh my god! Exactly. But that's what was kind. Of, that's also what's interesting, though, is that you do see you do see relationships. You see the good stuff and the bad stuff, and you watch people. I've watched people like work out their relationship issues and I've also watched people like there's a couple of couples fighting like there's was one couple fighting and I go that's the fighting I grew up with from my parents doing and that's what I've modeled a lot of my fighting off of and I don't want to do that because I see how unproductive that is right there. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's a really and if you're willing you can watch it for entertainment value and then you can also watch it as a nice mirror for you and your own relationships, whether you are currently in a relationship or working on yourself. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's a good experiment. I think it's gotten better. Um, and yeah, but sometimes, and there was, and there was a point last year with that couple where, and I went on, and I even went on Twitter to see what other people were saying. Cause I was so angry that 
neither the producers nor the quote unquote experts had actually pulled her out of that because I was like, this is really, really bad. This is really bad. And I think they've changed it. Like now I, you see the experts coming in and actually getting really big on people because they, they would kind of like be like, oh, okay, well, we want to make sure. And now I've seen them kind of like putting their foot down, being like, that's not cool. Yeah. And, yeah. and being like, look, we know this, this is your marriage and this is this, but this is a reality television show. And we also have a duty to try to protect people psychologically because you asked us to do this, so we, we need to protect you. Mm. Because they were not protecting this girl last season mm. with her emotions mm. and, her, and her mental state because this man was super emotionally abusive. Oh, that's horrible. It well, was they horrible. Should, they, wouldn't they catch that in the, the psych evaluation? Or if they're doing them properly, I guess? I guess, but also at the same time, I think, I, I believe that that guy last season has a narcissistic personality disorder. Right. Which sometimes can be hard to detect just right off of like Im immediate like sometimes those type very of things charming. exactly so mm. it can take some time for that to to come out and i think it did yeah oh there you go well i'm really glad you brought up this show because my season starts in september Ooh. Uh, i'm not really allowed to talk about it uh it's possible i've been married this whole time and you guys <gasps> just don't know it what? not allowed to talk about it stay tuned that's we'll not a part of the experiment check, check they're supposed to meet listings. your friends <laughs> And this will be happening next week on the show. Thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs> get back to you next time. Hopefully this reaches an hour. I doubt it did. But Why weren't we not invited to the bachelor party? No comment. I have a very, very strong NDA. We'll talk about it later. <laughs>